Hey guys, thanks for checking out this episode of the Private Suite Podcast. Before we get started, just want to remind everyone that you can connect with us on all of your favorite social media websites. Also check us out at privatesuitemag.com. And of course, you can leave us a voicemail at 412-44-VAPOR. That is the Private Suite hotline, 412-44-VAPOR. We do listen to all the messages. And if you have a suggestion for a show, a discussion topic, or just want to say hi and maybe get on the podcast, again, leave us a message, 412-44-VAPOR. All right, so we are back in the suite. My name is Rich, and today we have another installment of the Sweet Talk series, and we're going to be talking with a friend of the podcast, Sheep, who is here to talk about her role with Private Suite and specifically uh, the fiction part of Private Suite. So, Sheep, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Always good to have you on here. Uh, so, you know, we've we've talked before with Private Suite with. with members of private suite regarding design and and some other aspects of what goes into the magazine and a big part of what we do is also fiction we have uh you know we do reviews we do uh interviews with artists we do all sorts of different things in the the live issue that comes out um, or the, the main issue that comes out and one of those things is fiction and you oversee that so uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about that today uh, before we get started with that, um, maybe just kind of talk about yourself a little bit and kind of how you got into Private Suite. You know, what what led you to to be here having this conversation with with me today? Alrighty, um, so I got into Private Suite actually right after they released their first issue. <clears throat> I saw it floating around Twitter, and I was really curious, so I read it, was super interested, and kind of approached them and was like, "Hey, I want to help you out." Let me know what I can do. Um, the first piece I did for the magazine was a review of Friends Wave by Opal. Um, and then from there, it just kind of turned into a, hey, we need someone to write this. We need someone to write that. And uh, just blossomed into this uh, working relationship that we have now. Cool. So, yeah, I, I kind of see you have like your hand in like all sorts of stuff with with the production. You're, you know, you're always a vocal member of like, you know, the staff calls and and always willing to like go out and talk to artists and and really do a lot of the the hard you know work that goes into actually running this production. So it's uh, definitely I don't think we would be where we are without you doing this work that you have here. Um, oh, that's flattering. Got a ton, a ton of stuff, a ton of work gets done with uh, the stuff that you do. So, um, so you're you are the the lead for fiction, right? Yes, yes, I am. So what, what do you do? Like, how do you, you know, do you write fiction? You, you source it, you know, what kind of goes on with that? Um, so I definitely, I write some fiction and I source it. Um, part of that is, you know, going on Twitter or making like a video uh, and putting it on YouTube and then linking it around to people. Um, a lot of it is very much word of mouth, uh, trying to get people um to come and submit their fiction to us. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people who had considered vaporwave and writing or just wave inspired things in writing uh, going together. But you know, <laughs> now that we see like, you know, with the latest issue, we had the um, 
we had the uh, book review, and I think that we've got a couple of more that we might be doing in the future. So it's definitely out there now, and that's really cool. Yeah, it's interesting to see like how like the response from the community has been like with each passing ep- um I keep saying episode like I'm in my world here with the podcast now that each <laughs> issue that comes out um it's it's interesting to see like each each time one comes out you know we get more and more people that you know see it for the first time and want to get involved and then it seems like we have this like plethora of like stuff that we want to put into it end up having to cut some stuff out at the end of it but yeah I mean the quality of content really is to thank for that so um I guess like in terms of the fiction and stuff that you guys see, where do you like, what is the range of fiction that you see? Like, you know, what is it? I don't know how to describe it. You know, like stories that people are based like from personal experiences or is it, obviously it's fiction. It's not real. It's all made up, but you know, you know, where, where do you think it comes from? You know, what, I don't know. Where do you think the inspiration comes from for a lot of people? Um, I feel like uh, the inspiration for most of the people, you know, comes from probably being a little eclectic, a little, you know, kind of outcast, um, definitely based heavily in their interpretation of what nostalgia is to them. Um, like with particular like poems, like the get in the elevator poem, um, get in my elevator poem that we had in issue four, you know, like it, there's, there's just like a lot of mention of just things that you grew up in your childhood with. Um, uh, I think for some people, it comes from wanting to write something, but not really knowing where to start um, and being familiar with vaporwave or aesthetic or, you know, any, you know, ambiguous hyphen wave inspired <laughs> subgenre. Um it, it kind of gives them an outlet to, to be a little more creative and a little more weird with their formatting or their writing or even the topic of what they want to discuss in their pieces. Um, get a lot of poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten a couple of stories that are actually going to probably, if everything works out, be serials. So, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see the interest and the participation Um you know, going up, you know, after each issue, people are like, hey, this is a thing I can do. Neat. So I'm really looking forward to seeing more stuff coming in from our community and our friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so aside from the fiction, aside aside from that, you know, you're fairly active in the community outside of Private Suite, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you have a you do a ton of artwork you do I think you do music production yes, as well too I do <laughs> what how did like you know tell us about that a little bit um okay so funny enough I found my way into vaporwave through witch house which is kind of mm-hmm. like you know it's kind of a weird way to find your way in I suppose I know you told us in the you called into the uh the voicemail line and told us about that yeah um <laughs> So I guess I started to make like the art um, maybe about two years ago. Uh, my uh, one of my friends, uh, Trash Ghost, was uh, telling me that someone was trying to make a magazine then um, that was what would have been called Times New Roman. Uh, it didn't really come to anything, but he told me, yeah, he told me to submit some <laughs> of my art. Fantastic name for it, right? Yeah. Um, so I did, and you know, <clears throat> having somebody 
who's in the community and like, you know, who people appreciate their opinion and stuff like that, you know, coming to you and telling you that your art is, you know, nice and they think that you should submit it somewhere. It kind of like gave me that little bit of um, artistic ego boost that I needed to, to get into something. And um, I kind of just rekindled like my passion for making art uh, through that. And um, about two years later, which was, you know, last year for me, I started to make the music, um, you know, and it just from there, I found my way to private suite. And here we are now. I really love what I've been doing. It's really been a fantastic ride for me this past year. Um, I'm very grateful for what we're doing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so weird how it's been like this, you know, I guess amateur project. I mean, really, I mean, no, no one here. I mean, there are people here who have professional experience in production and design and, and all this other stuff. But really, you know, this is kind of like a side project. This this is a side project for everyone. No one's getting really paid for this. Everyone's kind of doing this on their own free will. So yeah. um, it, it's cool to see the the level of skill that's gone into this and just from issue to issue, the quality of the writing, the quality of the production, you know, the physical issues coming out. It, it's cool to see how it's improved. Absolutely. Quite a bit. So with your, let's talk about artwork for a second. Because Vaporwave Art is a, obviously art plays a huge, huge role in the community. I mean, that that's what so much of, of everything that we love about it is based on is, is the artwork and the visuals and the aesthetics. Where do you see, or how do you feel about like some of the repetitiveness that is seen in some of Vaporwave art? Um, I think it's actually pretty interesting because, um, you know, that repetition is almost like the audio repetition on any given Vaporwave track where there's skip back or like, you know, something, uh, part of a sample loops over and over again. <clears throat> the redundancy is part of what makes it endearing. Um you know, for for every picture of a Helios bust you've seen in aesthetic <laughs> art, you know, like th there's always some way that it's fresh and different. And I think, you know, the great thing about these people out there, you know, a lot of artists who like are pretty much fairly anonymous, um, like how they're bringing their own personal flair into the digital collage workspace, how they're, you know, changing an image um i think you know the first time i ever saw the use of the file folders crying uh like tears was on yeah. was on the little uh angel baby that we've kind of adopted to be our mascot so like see paper how dave people... or i think yeah. matt calls him <laughs> that's what he calls him i call him little <laughs> angel baby <laughs> but yeah it's it's really cool because i feel like that repetition is also part of that um uh what's a good way to say it uh almost like the hive mind of the machine that is mm -hmm. vaporwave aesthetic. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I guess for me, you know, I see like a bunch of original artwork and it's, it's great. People are making art, people are doing stuff. You know, anytime someone creates artwork, it's good. It gets people talking and, you know, we're talking about it right now. Um, so it's, it's in my opinion, successful, but for me, you know, like let's say browsing like the, vaporwave art subreddit and you see some stuff that gets put up there and some of it to me seems 
like it's repetitive, but it's also like, I, I hate to even use the word like lazy in some time, some cases, right? Like some of it just seems like, okay, here's a Fiji bottle and here's a dolphin. Here's a palm tree over like a water background with like right. a windows 95 start menu, like somewhere yeah. in it. And it's like, what does it mean? Hmm. You know, what, yeah. what is, what is that? You know, what are you trying to achieve with this piece of art other than just purely putting together some kind of collage or piece that, you know, has the the elements of what is considered vaporwave art? Right. Um, I kind of look at that as uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I think that sometimes people don't exactly know where to start with making um, a piece that kind of accentuates their own style. Um, so, you know, they emulate what they see and the more they emulate what they see, the more adventurous they start to get and the more they start to branch out with what they incorporate. Um, some of my first things were very, very much water backgrounds with like <laughs> a mountain and, you know, a sunset, but it was like a, a succulent for the sun. And then I got Fiji bottles and like, you know, Echo the Dolphin just piecing there doing yeah. dolphin shit, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, like that's definitely part of it. Um, I think part of it also is just, you know, sometimes like the community itself is very protective about what it considers vaporwave. And I think that intimidates newer artists away from experimenting and uh, trying to do different things. So I feel like, you know, the moment that they stop caring about what people think and just start making like the art that calls back to them, you know, they, they have more fun. Like who's, who's to say that a picture of, you know, Mr. Peanut holding a PB crisp and like, you know, a container of Dunkaroos isn't aesthetic. Like when you're, when you're thinking about all of that nineties nostalgia, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. And I guess then you look at it from that perspective, you know, you gotta, you gotta suck before you can succeed or yeah. you, know, you got, you gotta, um, I think, what is it? Dave Grohl, I think gave an interview one time and said that, you know, you, when you start a band, you're not going to be good. You need to go in your garage and you need to suck for a while. And then you start sucking a little bit less and then you'll suck a little bit less. And eventually you just won't suck that much. And that's when you're good. Exactly. So, and like, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, at the beginning, like you're not going to be amazing. You know, you're not going to be making designs like, you know, like how Seth's things look, you know, he yeah, that's what I was just going to say that good, you know, like he definitely had to take time to cultivate you know a process a style like you know that kind of visual signature that like sets his stuff apart from you know somebody else's you know that takes time you've got to be willing to uh like you said you've got to be willing to fail you've got to be willing to put up with people being like i didn't like it or it sucks <laughs> you know and you've got to use that as motivation and inspiration um and turn it into a tool and make it serve you you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was I was gonna say Seth stuff is he's he's developed this extremely unique style of artwork within the community. And it's like and whenever I see one pop up, which is almost daily, I think he puts one out every single day. Yeah. Uh, you can tell, like, oh, that's that's Seth's collage for the day. Like that's his right. that's his thing. And it's just like it it's distinctly him and it's uniquely his you know, it's it's definitely vaporwave. It's definitely um, has the elements, but it's definitely unique. So, yeah, and I think like his work is also trying to 
I mean, I wouldn't put these words in his mouth, but like when I, I look at it as, you know, a fellow artist, you know, like a peer in the community, like I definitely, I see that it's almost something that's redefining what can be aesthetic. And I really, really like that because I don't like the idea of, you know, people feeling like, like you said earlier, like they have to use a Fiji bottle and a palm tree and like an escalator and like, you know, the dolphins in the beach. Like there's so much more to aesthetic than just like the Windows 95 beach theme. And that's, I, I think that's why, you know, when I see a bunch of those, I think that's why I kind of like sigh and I'm like, oh, okay, it's just another. It's derivative. Know, it's, 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 it's derivative because yeah, there is so much more to it and you're just sticking with these basic elements it's like i guess you, you're going through vaporwave art 101 when you're doing that kind of stuff and it's like yes it hits the tr the elements to a technically good piece of artwork yeah but, you know that you can you can become good and get to that point and learn to incorporate everything but that step from good to great is massive and you're just it'll take you know tons of time to actually get there yeah, and I feel like if you don't focus on it, it, it comes way more naturally because, like, when you're focusing on is this good enough for everybody else, you're letting is it good enough for you as yeah. the artist, the person who's making it, the person whose opinion really is the only one that matters. Like, you're you're sacrificing that when you focus on what everybody else thinks, which is kind of like, you know, not to get back to the flat thing too long, but, like, that's what was really cool about the flat stuff was, like, it was liberating for the artist and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you really want to focus on what your mission is with your art, not what yeah. everybody else's mission is. Yeah, completely. You know, I going back to like original stuff. So like I, you know, I, I, I'm not really making any kind of vaporwave art right now, but like I, for me, I have a photography background. Like I, I studied photography in college. Um, that's what my degree is in. Um, haven't done nearly enough work since I graduated. Uh, I need to definitely start doing that again. But um, you know, I enjoy looking at old photography and finding like what I consider to be like aesthetic vaporwave images that mm -hmm. are, already exist and find them. And I've, I've been kind of trying to use that like with promotion for the podcast on Twitter. Like I've been posting, you know, images or gifs or stuff like that that are they're found. They're you know, I'm not making them, but they have that unique nostalgic aesthetic yeah. to them i don't know if you've seen any of them or not but like I'm, I'm trying to like pull existing vaporwave out of um you know out of this existing found work right like it's always been there we just weren't really aware of it until like it was pointed out to us as like a thing yeah so. you know it's like you know walking through like a store or walking through somewhere and seeing like an image or a painting or something like that you know like i'll find myself like looking at it and saying like oh man that's like vaporwave as fuck right there mm -hmm. you know because it's yeah. like you, you see it like exists everywhere it, it's been around I, I just i'm i'm extracting it out of what's already here right that's you know, so crazy too everyone has the nostalgia is born out of a memory that you have it, everyone has like the tools to kind of like experience this like in their mind already so just extracting it from reality and 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 things that you see in everyday life is just i guess another way of kind of displaying or finding artwork in the world yeah Does that makes sense yeah it absolutely makes sense 
oh, we're discovering stuff with this conversation tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, interesting thing. So you mentioned the flap. So you, know, you were on the flap cast with us yes. when we talked with M2814, you know. Um, he's, he's off of Twitter now. I don't know if you've, you've seen that. Yeah, I saw. I, do you know anything like what's going on with it? Because I, I have not been following it personally. No, I actually, I don't have any idea what's going on with that. Um, like this uh, past issue that we've been working on actually, you know, was really like, there was a lot to get done. So like it was nose to the books. Um, I only just recently uh, saw that. Um, but I hope like, you know, he's, he's having a good time and doing, you know, whatever he needs to do for himself, you know? Um, yeah. It, it, I just, I found it interesting because he specifically mentioned in, in our, in our interview that we had with him, how like he feels like Twitter is such like an important tool for his art right now. Like that, that the Twitter and his existence on Twitter was like actually his art, right? That is part of his, his whole piece of him and what he does. So to see like the picture change to, you know, I think it's a FC Barcelona soccer player and like, Hey, I'm, I'm gone deleting the app by it was like, whoa like what like what happened i don't know man um art evolves and like the the mission for your art as you learn more about yourself as an artist and the things that you want to do uh you know evolves and um part of being an artist (laughs) unfortunately is (laughs) suffering the whims that you have like you know i don't know if this is the same experience for other artists but like just based on my own experience i'll have one idea and i'll be trying to you know commit to that idea and, you know, take the steps to make it happen. And then I'll get like three, four, five, six other ideas. I'm like, oh, that's so good. I'm going to do that. And, you know, write it down. And then it's like rushing around trying to do all of these projects. And like, you know, sometimes it requires, you know, like, you know, posting on Facebook, something really cryptic and weird, or, you know, coming <laughs> over here to Twitter and like popping down like an ugly GIF with like a you know, a poem in binary. I did that a few months ago. Like it's really awesome. weird. Yeah. It's really weird. It's, it's very neat to see where people take their art based on uh, what they learn about themselves and what's going on in their own personal lives. So I hope hmm. he's having a good time. I hope everything's going well for him and that, you know, as an artist, he's doing everything he had ever wanted because, you know, he's very inspiring to people in the community. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, at, coming out of that, uh, that interview, I, I had a newfound respect for like everything that he does because it was, it was a, I mean, he's an interesting dude to say the least. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And for, for someone who's put out, you know, some of the, the biggest things in the vaporwave community is, is crazy. Circling back to where, where we started today. Um, I mean, where do you, where do you envision like your fiction section going in in private suite like what 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 are your hopes for for where it's going to go um i honestly hope that you know in these like this upcoming year um that we get more people who are dedicated regular writers uh right now we have brought on one person uh uh bd duran bd duran i'm sorry uh to be um you know uh, in the fiction section um and I guess you know, like moving forward, it would be really, really cool to see, you know, more people willing to submit 
their poetry. Like I, I would love to see people incorporate all styles of prose into um, aesthetic. I think, you know, like you look at, you know, how the text aspect of aesthetic is, you know, you've got the monospace, you've got, you know, the the really cool uh, different, you know, characters like Han, Hangul, Kanji, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see people playing with it more. Um, right now, I'm trying to work on getting um, some concrete poetry done. And what that means for me, uh, trying to incorporate aesthetic is like, you know, making like a, a poem that looks like a bust of, you know, any given <laughs> Roman god or goddess. And, like, yeah. you know, it's it just has like random words in it that like relates to them or something like that. Like, it's very much a, a playground at this point and I don't feel like anything is off limits right now. And like, this is like the best time for anybody who's interested in it to like come to me with their ideas or, you know, grow their own ideas and then submit them, whatever they want to do. Um, it's, it's definitely a thing. And it, I feel like it's going to be a thing. Um, just the amount of stuff that we've gotten in the, what, three issues because we've been doing now two issues we've been doing the fiction since issue three um yes well so it's three issues now yeah three issues now yeah uh you know it's it's really cool to see that it's gone from like you know one person submitting a poem to got like three people with short stories i you know maki's gotten in on it with um browser history which is really cool um i i want to see where that goes because you know that one is definitely based on interaction from our community so like you know seeing how people are going to respond to what he writes and then deciding where we drop the main character or the main character's actions or you know solving the puzzles that's putting out with it is freaking amazing like yeah i I know (laughs) i don't think anyone's solved it yet no, I talked to Maki last night. Nobody solved it yet. He's thinking about maybe dropping a hint that won't ruin the aha moment, yes, as he says. Yes, I saw that. Um, he's, he's a puzzle master. He won't admit it, but he's definitely a puzzle master. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just cool. Like, that, it's a whole other level of interaction that, that we're, you know, seeing with this, this uh, production now. Yeah, and I think it is... Um, it definitely sparks curiosity and I think that it'll probably inspire people to kind of do their own stuff. Like that's really all I'm hoping for at this point is that it just kind of sparks that creativity in people. Like, you know, I don't want them to be worried or self-conscious about whether or not it's good because that's, that's a relative thing. You know, with editing, any piece can be taken to the point where it needs to be while retaining the artist's original vision. So like if anybody's listening to this and like has been thinking, Hey, I could really like try to write like some some vaporwave or you know wave based fiction. Do it because we are happy to work with you. Like at this point, I like I said, nothing is off limits. I really want to push the envelope and see how far and like how daring and how risky we can get with you know <laughs> what we're doing because that's that's the whole part of art. That's what makes art so amazing is yeah. taking those risks. <laughs> yeah, so. You've done design work on the magazine. I know you did the the um, the mall layout in issue number five, like this yes. like mall directory of like vaporwave, which was an awesome way to lay that out. It was really really cool um, 
really, really cool way to see that. Um, do you have, are the fiction writers um, playing any part in like the design of their uh, pieces in them? So, I feel like the, so like, for example, someone who writes a piece in the magazine, um, do they have any input in the way that it's actually printed or displayed on the page or are we kind of like working with the design team to do it? So we definitely work with the design team to do that. Um, a lot of the times, uh, you know, the process is user writes a piece, piece gets submitted, piece gets edited, piece gets sent off to design. Um, but we're very, very open with the fact that if you have any ideas uh, for what you want that piece to be displayed as that, you know, design will work with you on that and kind of help to make that um, possible. So like, you know, if you're writing a story with a certain like image in mind that is absolutely key to it, you know, it definitely can happen. Um, we've been making sure that people feel like they can have, you know, creative say and how their piece comes across visually. Um, you know, we had that piece from Dr. B, uh, Wardrobe Malfunction. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that came to us completely formatted the way it's displayed in the magazine. Um, you know, we, cool. yeah, we didn't do any of that. That was, that was all, you know, his, his genius and like, you know, how he had wanted it to be put in. But um, like, even in the recent issue, you know, the Helios one, like Seth and I talked about it and like, I wasn't really sure what he was going to do. I just told him that like, I wanted it to be kind of, you know, creepy ish. And <laughs> like when I, I didn't see the final product until uh, it went live and it was amazing. So, you know, part of it is letting design have a little bit of fun um, on the playground, but design also is, is the cool kid on the playground and is willing to work with us, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think it'd be cool to like, you know, like give a blank page to like an artist. It's like, here, do this. And it comes back as artwork or it has like a story on it. It has some kind of, you know, whatever on it and just see what they can come up with. Like, yeah. even if we just do like an art issue where, oh. you know, we let the community design the magazine you know we are the community and we know it's community built magazine but like you know we put it out there it's like you know this you know we're giving a page to like uh you know 50 different artists what right can, what can you come up with like what do you want to see there and then it could be pretty interesting to see like how that comes out because you can end up having like these great articles or great stories like still appear in there because you can literally put anything there exactly and i think also you know like touching back on um an issue featuring art like as like the focal point instead of articles and things like that um like it gives you an idea of the span of what people are doing and what people perceive to be vaporwave or aesthetic so like that's something that i would be very interested in seeing um because there's like there's so many artists out there and like <clears throat> when we talk about vaporwave on the music side of things you know we have artists who are like you know fairly anonymous like People don't know who they are, but then you go to the visual realm and like, I honestly, like the only people whose names I know um, are Grace uh, from the the issue that we just did, her, um, her cover piece for uh, the issue. And then yep. Seth, like those are the only people whose names I know, <laughs> like, because like you see like all of these artists, like 
posting their stuff or like, you know, you see it on Tumblr or, you know, like Facebook and all these different groups. Like, you know, a lot of the times these artists like aren't watermarking their stuff because for them, it's just about the creating output. Yeah. Like it's, it's about making it and making it happen. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I think it would be a good way to get us more familiar with some of the artists out there who are making the visual art. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, is there anything else that you want the community to know about like fiction and like what you do? Um, honestly, I, I would really love for them to know that, um, like I said, nothing is off limits at this point. If you have an idea and you don't know where to start, um, I'm very easily accessible on Twitter, um, on our Discord. If you have an idea and you're not sure how to execute it, like come chew the fat with me. I, I'm very much an ideas person. I would love to help you get your idea off the ground and get it to a point where you're confident and uh, happy with it and want to present it to your peers because um, I really feel like you know this is a homegrown movement and a lot of the reason it's been so successful is because of the sheer amount of people willing to collaborate and work with each other. That's how I made all my friends. Like I just was, <laughs> I was, I spent the first year collaborating with people. If someone's like, we've got a compilation coming out, want a track on it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, bam, here you go. Here you go. You get a track, you get a track. Everybody gets a track, you know, the vaporwave Oprah, just like tossing out, tossing <laughs> stuff right? out there. <laughs> so yeah, I, come to me if you have ideas, because I would love nothing more than to, get your idea on paper and to show it to the community that you want to participate in. Cool. Now, where can they find you if they want to get in contact with you? If you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on our Discord server. My name is Sheepy. You can also find me on Twitter at Sheepy Turtle. It's all one word. (laughs) Yeah, there's a story behind that. We can get into that another time. Okay. Um, Yeah. Cool. Uh, So thank you for coming on. Great to have you on here. Come back anytime uh, to discuss stuff. I think we're going to be talking more about art, so I'll probably have you back on too. Oh, please do. (laughs) Plenty, plenty more to get into with that. Um, For us, uh, for the podcast, find us on Twitter uh, at Private Suite Pod for the uh, podcast. For the magazine, it's at Private Suite Mag. Uh, My personal Twitter is at PHLSFO if you want to find me directly. Uh, Facebook.com. Uh, slash private suite mag instagram at private suite mag and of course patreon.com slash private suite mag and of course uh, if you like this episode or like what we're doing here please give us a review on itunes uh, or apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from definitely helps us out with discovery and uh, getting this show out there so um, again sheep thanks for joining us today i uh, certainly appreciate it and for everyone else uh, until next time take it easy later